Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Biblio Escapes and Discussion, where today I've got the pleasure of being joined by a Roman artist, Isabel Kurds. Good evening, good afternoon, Isabel. Hi, hello, nice to meet you. Yes, nice to meet you as well. Person, kind of. Yes, in person. In Zoom virtual. person. Yep, that's it. You're currently have a stunning view out of your camper van in the Norwegian countryside, I think it is, um, which is far nicer than my view out of my Glasgow uh, flat window. So uh, certainly, yeah, it looks far more beautiful. I can just see trees in the background and uh, you jealously showed me the the. The 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 the, the, glacier. the glacier that you're currently <laughs> parked up beside, as everyone is. Uh, so before we get talking about some of your art and your your books, etc., Isabel, it'd be great if you could give us an introduction to you and your your artistic and photographic journey. Yep, um, my pleasure. <laughs> you said it could be anything between twenty seconds and twenty five minutes. Yeah, I think it, I'll stick to the twenty seconds. <laughs> that's fine. That's no problem at all. <laughs> no, um, I'm a photographer, I would say. I'm a painter. I like to write poems, poetry, and I love making books. Yeah. Although at the moment I'm a bit pressed. I don't know yet how I'm going to make the next one because I live in my camper van now. Yep. <laughs> so I have to come up with some ideas there. I've been, uh, I think I made my first book, oh, is it around four years probably ago I started uh, with a workshop actually I took in the UK right with uh, Eddie Ephraims yes yeah so he taught me how to make books because I had the idea always I loved working in the series and in photos and also in paints yes um, paintings so it came natural that I thought okay I love books I should probably make a photo book yeah. and that's what I did yeah and that basically <laughs> start. <A> short wrap up. <laughs> well, Probably not twenty seconds, but close. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. As you see, your your current uh, your current living arrangements probably don't allow for you to carry around too many uh, bookmaking tools. I wouldn't have thought. Um, but yeah, I've got the pleasure of owning one of uh, one a copy of your book, Transcending, uh, which, as you say, is the story of a beautiful death. So. Um, for those who, who don't see it, um, I think there's a couple of copies still left, um, albeit I don't know how you'll make them. Maybe they're not. Um, but if not, <laughs> I, are, I, there are two left, uh, two left but they yeah. are already made. <laughs> are they all that? Well, that's that's forward forward planning. But yeah, I'd be great. I'd be great to if you could maybe share a bit of the insight and the bit of the idea that came about for this book. Yeah, that was one of my, um, uh, let's start the other way around. Yeah, I okay. have a collection of films, expired films. I love yep. expired film. Yep. I don't shoot film anymore, but I shot a lot of film. And um, those expired films, this kind of feeling that you get from them, that you don't really know if something will be on them. Yeah. So there is, you, you don't know, it could be a dead one. There yep. couldn't be any image on it you don't know how it will turn out uh, you just know at one point of time this film will be dying it won't be there anymore you will not be able to generate anything with it yes yep and then um, of course we had the link to nature and to our uh, personal yeah transcendent yep. um, that we change and in the end th there will be a point where we won't be there anymore yeah what i like about the ideas of books is that a part of me will always be there that it's kind of transcending into a different medium. 
Yes. Yeah. So some part of me is turning from, yeah, I, I'm from my idea, from my brain into this book, and it will be there when I'm long gone, hopefully, <laughs> unless everybody destroys their books. I don't know, <laughs> and it might not. <laughs> but I, um, so I had this expired um, ectachrome film, actually. Yeah. The one that you can't get easily anymore. And um, then I, I developed at that time, I developed all my film at home. So okay. also yeah. my also my uh, color slide film as well. Yeah. And uh, you never know how that will turn out no. because I don't I didn't have much as a super equipment or so. So yeah. I made the temperature by hand and anything could happen. And yeah. actually, funny enough, it did happen. <laughs> <laughs> because I opened the can or the can kind of opened um, the, the development tank during um, my uh, yeah d when I processed the image yep. so um, that added another little element to it so I had all these elements of um, things that change things that transcend things that might ruin everything that might yeah, you, you might die basically yes yep and um, so first I went out with that, with a camera. It was uh, on my Hasselblad. And um, I, so I took the expired film. I had it on the Hasselblad with, um, it was actually, I think it was even the flex body. I had the Hasselblad flex body and I said, adjusted the, the settings a bit. So I was really not sure what I would get from that film. Yep. The only thing I knew is that I wanted to use every single image that I could get from it and turn yep. it into a book. And that's what I did. So, and actually there were pictures on that film, despite the accident during the development. Um, it, yeah, I got something together and then I said, okay, so what kind of book can I make from that? And yep. I had learned to make these um, handbound kind of Japanese style ones. So yes. I had the Japanese paper. Yep. Yeah. I printed it at home. So that was done when I still had a printer. That's a bit of a problem now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially I had a really big printer at that point in time, a large Epson one. I think if that printer was in the van, I would not be in the van. <laughs> I, I think that's very much the case. Yes, I think it's either you or the printer in the van. <laughs> exactly. And then I choose me every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I printed it on that um, on that super thin um, kind of translucent. So again, we're getting yep. into transcending translucent um, yep. papers. They're all everything is handmade, so hand folded. Um, yep. I also wrote the text by hand. Yes, I yep. thought that would add a nice touch to it. So there's this element of uh, yeah, it's just me. <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah, it, else. That, that's it it's it's an absolutely beautiful book i think it was the first first handmade book i bought but the colors and the subject matter in it are just absolutely stunning and as you say from all the different elements and all the different the the risks that all appear throughout <laughs> the process it's you would you would not think that you looking through the work you would never think that 
there was the potential for something to go so badly wrong. And it was just an ex- accident, basically. That's it. Yeah, and <laughs> it was it was ju- it was just an accident because everything <laughs> everything everything just works so well. Just the, the the bits of light that come through, which is maybe when it was exposed somewhat slightly exactly. <laughs> slightly longer, but it just it just adds to the atmosphere and the yeah. and and the story and that it- you're telling as well. So um, that was, um, and and that was, I was hooked from my first book. Uh, this was my second book that I actually yes. made. Yep. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of, I love bookmaking. There is yes. something to it when you put the images and the stories together. When you yes. when you stand in front, I had a huge um, black wall as a magnetic wall where okay. I then put up images to try and see how I can sequence them, yes. how they fit into a flow that I wanted to show because that is so important when you want to get the book right. Absolutely. And then all the materials, what do you want to use? What kind of paper do you want to use? How do you want to make the cover? Yeah. I chose for that one to print individual um, little cards on the top. So each one has an individual card on the top from one of the pictures from the book. Yeah. Um, and it, it, there's so many thoughts, but it's so rewarding once you have them in your hand. Yeah. You say, okay, now it's done. I got the book, but despite yes. everything, it turned out quite well, I think. Oh, yeah, it turned, um, out, turned out superb. But it's a great way to work as well. And I think it's a great way to, to finish off a body of work or, or, or a project yeah. even just to work on a small set. But even if, it, even if you're not selling them or giving them to anyone else, even just to have a handmade book for yourself, yeah. for your own work, I think it's just such a lovely way to be able to sit down and enjoy, enjoy yeah. the image that you've created. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And especially when you work in series or when you work in kind of project style, I think it makes yes. so much sense to bring it on paper and look at it that way. Yeah. Already printing something that you've done is, is the first step and then look at them. And then it's just a small step to go to, okay, I, I kind of want to put this all together. Yeah. So the, the way it, it belongs together, it's not just none of these images is, they are nice images, but none of them is as strong on its own as they yeah. are all together as a Abs- book. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That that's a, there's a coherency and a cohesion throughout all the yeah. images that, that, as you say, just brings them all beautifully together, and they all become stronger because of each other. Yeah, exactly. So um, and, and and does and and since you've obviously become addicted to making books, and <laughs> um, before you before you now can't really make books very easily, do you find that it's helped or adjusted your approach to to the work that you're producing? Hmm. Probably um, only to a small extent because I yeah. already worked in series, for example, yes. before, and I yeah. was always kind of imagining how something could look when I put it on a wall or put it yes. somewhere yep. to see. So I don't think it has um, made a huge difference. Um, maybe just the fact that I, that I feel I can enjoy it with that, with that uh, prospect of yes. maybe I can turn it into a book. Yep. So find things that belong together and already have yep. a concept in mind, even if I don't execute it as a book. Absolutely. But just yeah. that concept that there could be a book behind it, and then think of, do I put words in? In my first book, for example, I had um, I had more uh, handwritten, uh, not handwritten, but made by me as my own poems in yep. my own poetry, and then find different elements. Um, so my my idea for a next book, if I 
can make one is to combine basically photography and um, painting. Yes, absolutely. And the poetry and then put it all together because it's all aspects of myself. Yeah. Um, so that, that would be... I just need to figure out how. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's it. But as you say, you, you talk about it's like, that's the great thing with books. Even if you don't actually deliver something, it's the concept, it's the ideas that you then take out into yeah. your practice that allow, I think, enhance and make you think and approach things maybe slightly differently, just with an idea rattling around in the back of your head. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I also thought about if I wanted to do some kind of e-sign, but it just doesn't feel the same. It's, yes. it's just an element of that printed book that is missing if yeah. I just do an e-sign. <clears throat> it's nice. And yes, I've seen beautiful ones. Um, yeah. Yeah. But... Oh, something about this holding that book in my hands absolutely it's, it's not the same it's not the same as having something physical that no. you you've taken the time to or i suppose you still curate if it's an, uh, a zine but it's it's the ability to just hold something in your hands that you've taken yeah. time to select papers taken time to select covers and, yes. and and put it together be it yourself that you've you've kind of like as you say handmade it hand stitched it or, or whatever process you go down even if you're getting yeah. a small run done for you and they arrive from the printers it's still the fact that it's your it's a printed printed artifact yeah. of of what your work is which i think is just a wonderful way to wonderful way to do it and it's it's great to see so so many people hand making books as well yeah I'm also surprised there's more and more now. And it's actually, it is also, I think, quite addictive. Oh, Once you start yeah, with it yeah. as a, whether as a collector or as, uh, yeah. as someone who makes them, there, there is, yeah. But you've also, haven't you done one? Yeah, I've, I've made a couple. Yes, I, I've got a couple <laughs> that are actually kind of works in yeah. progress at the moment. I've got, I can, I've got one here that's kind of, no one ah. else can see this, but yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a, <laughs> paper with a uh, paper clips that's been stuck together in some shape or form <laughs> um so yeah it's quite nice to do it I, I i kind of procrastinate quite a lot to be honest but uh, I, i've been enjoying doing some work recently so i'm hoping to maybe try and polish these uh, a couple of projects off maybe this this year but i find it incredibly therapeutic and really take yeah. take time to do it if it takes me four nights of just doing a bit every evening one stage at a time it is it's, it's incredibly rewarding as you see something come together and you actually it's when you begin to see it take shape even just getting all the pages either stuck together or or bound yeah. together it's amazing just to see it right okay now kind of exists in a physical form um but it's yeah it's 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 great but as you say it's very addictive yes it is <laughs> extremely i think once you start doing these things um and the more you do yourself the less you don't you want to or the less you want to go back and have someone else do it so i thought also about uh, having someone else print it for me yes and then, yeah. um, as a try to and there there are really really good independent bookmakers as a yeah. really nice to see but uh, it's just not the same yeah it's not the same as the mistakes you make yourself the stitch that goes wrong or the yeah. the, the, the feeling of the paper when you when you fold it and i yeah. just go over and and clean the smooth the edges or oh, it's just different yeah but <laughs> saying that i think i know i'm sure there was someone i knew who uh, who handmade who handmade books but when he was maybe when he was maybe selling a run, he would get the pages 
commercially printed, but then he would yeah. hand stitch it together himself. And and I suppose that's a nice combination because it brings yes. in maybe the both of the best of both worlds, I suppose, if you're maybe restricted with having no printer, yeah. but it still allows you to add the, the hand touch and as you say, make the mistakes with the stitching um, yeah. or the cutting or the gluing. Those are the bits that I dislike because that's when things <laughs> wait, until you get to the point of cutting and gluing, nothing can really go wrong. It's when it's when, when you <laughs> when you when you've got cutting and gluings involved, that's when it's just yes. game over at that point and just make sure you've got spare spare supplies because you will it, always you know, <laughs> You'll end up cutting something the wrong way or whatever, but uh, but when you get the finished product, it's it's really nice. Yeah, it is. It is, um, and then that's actually probably the way I will go. Just have individual um, individual yeah. pages printed, yes. and then it's add my own ones <laughs> to it. Yes, absolutely. And then really, yeah. just a tiny run. I don't know. Maybe just one for me. Maybe mm. just uh, a handful. Whatever. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really matter. It, it's no. just in, in the beginning, I also thought, oh, God, how many should I make? And should I actually make more? Or should I yeah. try and sell some or so? And um, with the first with the first book I, I did, um, I tried that. And I, but, but it just didn't it didn't feel right to, yeah. to do it. Like I also wanted to make everything myself. Yeah. But uh, there was some, an enormous pressure suddenly that you had to do it again in the same way and that maybe a year later or so I thought no that that can't be so I stopped that run actually for that first book and said I'm not going to make any more the yep. next books I'm going to do like transcending I do in a very small limited um, yes. edition yep. and I make them all ready yep. in the beginning so they're all there and if they don't sell who cares I didn't make them to sell them that's it. I yes. made them so that I can give one away, that I can make a present for someone, and that I can keep them to myself, or yeah. at least one of them. I don't <laughs> have to keep 13. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, 13 on display on your bookshelf. Yes, exactly. 13 books in your bookshelf, and they're all, all your own book. <laughs> on my own, and all the same. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I think it's a good point that you make if you're doing a, a handmade run of it, if particularly if it's a small edition. Yeah, there's probably something better um, about making them all at the start, and then as you say, you've got them as opposed to six yeah. months later, all of a sudden you get an order for something, you think, oh right, okay, oh, God. What, what, what was the process I went through to make that because yeah. they all are very specific size. Whereas if you're yeah. if you need to cut paper, card, board cloth material at least that way you're doing the same task 13 times so you know they're all exactly the same size yeah. um, but I th I think 13 was actually a good number because I didn't get tired of it I yes. still enjoyed the last one yeah so I don't know I probably would have also enjoyed 14 but 15 <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's just one too many <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but, but I think I think it's also a I think it's also a great way for people to for people to you also think about your work differently because it comes with the, as well as it it comes with the curation element as well which obviously for yeah. transcending you were using every image that you you could yes. but but for for people who are maybe working if you're working on a larger project and you still want to do a nice handmade version you it's 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 a real different experience when you've maybe got 20 images and you're trying to turn it down to nine or ten to be able to get a series that works well but maybe doesn't include your favorite images yeah i had that with the first book actually because yeah. there i because it was the first one 
I selected from all of the images I had yeah. made. <laughs> so, um, and the selection down from a few, I don't know, it's, it's more than a few hundred. It's probably about a few thousand images Ooh, to yeah. go down to the, the ones that you really want to have in the book. That was extremely difficult. Yes. And of course it had to, they had to individually fit. They had yep. to be good on their own, but they also had to work in the flow. So it, it took me weeks, weeks to curate that. First yep. I did it on the computer and selected and pre-selected and looked yep. at them again. Then when I was down to, I can't remember, probably three times the number that I had finally in the book, <laughs> I printed them on very small, like the yeah, size that you show, just really small ones, yeah, put them all on a on the magnetic wall and then just really went by every day and took some out that I thought, yeah. okay, they don't work. Started to arrange some others where I thought, okay, that is already a nice sequence. So what yes. could come next? And, yeah. But that was, that was, yeah, that was probably not just weeks. That was probably months, months yeah. it took. Yeah, that. it's it's a hard process doing it, but it's incredibly rewarding and therapeutic. Yeah. I think the the wee thing I showed you, I think there's maybe fifteen or twenty images in that. I think there was maybe fifty or so to start with, and there was naturally some sequences. But yeah, I just had them laid out in a table that I walked past several <laughs> several times a day, and you just make wee small tweaks and adjustments to them. And then my wife she walked past and changed them as well, and it, it's. <laughs> It's it's always it's always just part of the yeah. process because you see different things at different times and then it's just it's just then slotting it all together as you say it's it's a it's an it's a challenge but I think it's an incredibly rewarding challenge and it makes you look at your work differently and try to take away the emotional connection. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's yeah. In a way, while I said that um, I didn't I don't work differently because of making books, I still it still taught me a lot. Yes. Yep. Um, and I know, for example, that I will not do another book like the first one where I just select from everything. Yes. So for me, it's important that they that they show a story. So I might do one of my yeah. knowledge yes. um, with different images that belong around a certain topic or around a certain feeling of, of um, yes. the place or the time where, where, yeah. where I was in. So it's not individual ones, but it's really already either an emotional um, yep. connection between the images or a location a yes. connection between them there's some kind of story already yeah. Um, yeah. and that's probably something I learned and that I will do, do differently yeah. or will do more like I did uh, with the second one yeah. um, instead of uh, doing it like the first one so yeah. um, that's yeah. something I definitely take away from that yeah I, de I definitely think yeah, it's, it's nice to have the storytelling element through it and I think particularly when it's a, a, a fairly small book in terms of image counts and stuff like that I think you really notice so much more when the images all have a connection and as you say yeah. be that through subject matter tone whatever whatever it is you, you really notice it because there's a real natural flow if you're printing a book with 60 images you've got a bit more probably flexibility to, to maybe yeah. read it up, but you can certainly see from, yeah, your, your adventures around Norway, you, you could have one book or maybe a series of books that all have different, yeah. have different elements that bring it together. Yeah. That's um, so opportunities are plenty. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You just, uh, yeah, you've got, well, that's it. And yeah, you, as you say, you've got fantastic opportunities. You've obviously just lacking some printer abilities and everything else, <laughs> yeah. but, but the pictures will still be there. That, Absolutely. <laughs> that, that's it. That's true. 
And yeah. I know I already have paper in the car because um, I, I paint. Yes. So um, if I can keep my painting papers, I can also have some paper here um, to make some books. I will not be able to make 20 or 30 books, but yeah. maybe it's enough for just a few small ones. <laughs> well, absolutely. And and do you think at the same time, because obviously I, I see a lot of your painting and it's, it's, it's as beautiful as your photography is, um, Isabel. So do you Thank think you. You, would, you would look to introduce the, the painting to the photography, into the books as well and, and bring it all together? together yeah definitely yeah and um and, and that would be something that probably makes them then in a way even more individual because i thought about if i should take photos of the paintings yep. and have printed but i wouldn't want to do that so yep. if i add printing i would add individual um one Prince, of Prince, uh, pa painting, paintings, I, yes. painting individual one of painting to the books which yep. makes them I think even more special in a way. So yeah. even more personal in a way yeah. um, than just have the same one. Um, yeah. So yeah. each one will be different because I never paint the same image twice. No. Well, that's... <laughs> it just doesn't work. I can't do that. Yeah. But it, 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 gives, it, would give a, it gives a lovely connection to the photography, to the artist as well through the painting. And yeah, they, become a, they become quite like artist books at that particularly more so at that point with introducing of the the actual hand the, the actual yeah. painted elements and yeah, yeah it'd be interesting to see that uh, sort of theme I suppose you could progress in terms of the photography and how it's and maybe how the photography's uh, impacted your painting or how the painting that you you've produced has has then laid on to the photography as they are already I've started to make some um some fold out paintings oh lovely yeah <laughs> so, and if I can develop that further, there there are ideas how I want to then do it. And it could be that I even have someone print um, not just on some paper, but really kind of try and get a, get a, someone to do a digital negative and yes. then print in the dark room um, some of right. the photos for me, so, so that I can. I got the idea from a book. I will talk about okay. it. My one yeah. of my ones. <laughs> <laughs> and there were kind of um, real, as a, the old style photos, basically, yep. All included, right. just uh, inserted and you could remove them out. Oh, brilliant. So, lovely. Absolutely lovely. And if I can combine that with a painting and yeah. let, just let the painting flow over a fold out one and then... Yes, um, yeah, I should probably shouldn't talk too I, much about it already. I, I, I can, I can just imagine in a couple of months you'll be, be you'll be buying a trailer for your camper van <laughs> so that you can obviously expand your living space and you'll you'll have <laughs> printers, generators, all sorts of equipment in it, and you basically just got a mobile studio. <laughs> Mobile bookmaking. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. What the thing is, as you say, it's when when you start working on something and and. You, you begin to get ideas in terms of how 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 could you visually present this because I, th I think yeah. it's a beautiful way to be able to present your work where it's not just on the screen to scroll yeah. down and, and zip past everything at a million rates a million knots per second that you you miss yeah. it and actually uh, to to sit down and for something to unravel physically on on your desk is is really it's a wonderful thing to to see how the work unfolds yeah, I, I would really encourage everyone um, to try it at least once. Yeah. Everyone who says they, they like uh, their photos, they want to see something, or they also love looking at photo books. 
try one, make one. It can be a very simple one, yeah. but uh, it, it doesn't matter. It, it's, it's, it's just different. It gives yeah. a different feeling to your work. Absolutely. Even, even a simple stab at the Japanese stab and stitch style. Yeah. Because, because the beauty is if you then change your mind, you just undo the stitch and put a few more pictures and then stitch it back up again or change exactly. the order. Yeah, it's so easy. <laughs> yeah. That's the beauty about that. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's so it. Many good yeah, it is. And, and it just allows you to, I think, increase your creativity as well. And it allows your mind to wander in terms of what's, you then begin to think what's possible and would this actually work? Yeah. <laughs> and then you just give it a try <laughs> and maybe it works and maybe it doesn't. <laughs> that's it yeah just have a big bag just have a big bundle of scrap paper because you go yeah. through so many iterations of seeing how things fold and how they open out and how you could take one sheet of paper and fold it down yeah. to create a very small version that then opens up and how, how can you possibly make that one big image yeah i have um i basically have two unfinished books at home right or, uh, in no, there is no home anymore. So they are not with me in the camp brand, but yeah. in storage. <laughs> yes, yep. <laughs> that I haven't thrown out yet. I, could, I just couldn't get myself to, they are unfinished. Um, it's just the idea and it's kind of that one was a fold out and but they, they never got to the point where I really wanted to make more of them. There was something not right, but I still yep. couldn't throw them out. So no. <laughs> unfinished ones sliding yeah, around that's it but it's but it, it's right it's like they even though they're maybe unfinished and you can't fold them out they still have ideas in them that's the thing and yeah. and at some point you might revisit it and take the take the the thought or the structure that you've created yeah. and apply it to a different a different body of work yeah exactly the, the, the problem with the one um with one of them was just that the paper that i wanted to use was too thick to fold and that's just things you have to find out it's yeah, just yeah. not something that anyone can tell you that okay this was this gram size or whatever that won't um that you will not be able to fold or not because each paper is also different yes, some yep. still fold nicely when they're when they're heavier other ones um they already crack at the edges when yeah. they're thin so so you, you really have to give it a try but um that one was just that the, I, I was so focused on that i wanted to use that specific paper and then it didn't work out so i just put the whole thing <laughs> in the box <laughs> maybe one day i find the right paper for it yeah that's it Who go, knows? To, go to a paper shop in japan and i'm sure they will oh, be God. Able paper concierge and they'll, they'll you don't be, get me out there <laughs> they'll be able to find you they'll be able to find, i've got i've got a couple of rules actually of paper my mm. wife has brought back from japan that's still oh. this has probably been rolled up for about four years with wee handles on it there's loads of the <laughs> stuff all over the place and um, but yeah that but that's it and it's it's another it's a great thing you you begin to appreciate how much the the, the paper the quote the materials you're using impact the yeah. images and and not just impact the work but actually impact the, the finished book or, yep. or whatever it is and it just thick different thicknesses different textures and all these things as well just when you when you just take a simple image and print it on five different types of paper yep. and look at them they all look completely different yeah there, there is as a it's they all are white papers maybe when you yep. try white ones yep. or they could be a bit off-white or they could be but even if you have them all high white they still look different with the coating, with whatever. It, it's yeah. 
and, and you have to you have to I think that was sometimes was um, for, for me it was quite easy because I had some paper that I really like but I can imagine like in this case with that one book um, I would have to probably go through I don't know how many samples I had piles of of paper samples at home yes. um, and you have to get through them and then print and see okay does the image look as good on that one as I want it and then can it still fold or first try yeah. can I fold it and then see does the image actually work on that one as well as on the other one so yeah. that is a <laughs> you can spend ages on that <laughs> well that's and if you've got if you've got a selection of images it's it's also getting one that you might find some images work better on, on certain papers and other ones vice yeah. versa so you're then trying to get something that works well across a group of a group of images so it's a it's a never-ending challenge but when you overcome it and you, you as you see you talk about the final product and you've you've made something and you you then uh, the ocd kicks in and you begin to spot all the things you think well that's just that that <laughs> crease in that fold is a millimeter out no one in their right yes. mind will notice it but as soon as you pick it up, your eyes are just drawn to that tiny wee, that and tiny then you wee say, um. I know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, um, but, but, that, but that's part of it. That's, it's, it's part of the enjoyment of, of exactly. doing it. And, 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 and that is, you know, you know that the Japanese, that they put something, an imperfection into each of their works. Yes. Because it can't be perfect. perfect. It must yeah. not be perfect. Perfect, yeah. Um, so you, you have to have that in because that makes it unique. That makes it yours. That Absolutely. makes it actually perfect in a way Yeah, because yeah. It, it's, it's special and each one is different and one has the crease like an inch, no, not yeah. even an inch, a millimeter off and the other one does it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what they are. Well, they that's are it. That's if you get, if, yeah, if you get an addition of 13, you should just go and put 13 wee different marks along <laughs> along the top edge, just one millimeter further along, and that way everyone has got their unique copy. Just think, uh, I, I made all the handwriting for these 13 books. <laughs> Do you think the handwriting looked the same in each one of them? No. No, <laughs> it can't. It's not, no. it's not possible. But that yeah. was the reason why I actually did that. Because yes. I know also I can quite obsess about these perfections. So I said, especially for this book, it can't yeah. be perfect. It can't be each one it, like, like a copy of the other one. Yes. Um, now the images are already pretty much the same um, because they're yeah. on the same paper and they're kind of folded quite neatly or so. Yes. Then, then there needs to be another aspect. That's why I chose to do the handwriting myself. And I don't have a handwriting training or whatever. No, that's um, it. So I, I just used my handwriting. I tried to make it look not, not like this scribbles yeah. that we sometimes do on the um, notebook. <laughs> yep. But just made it play as a really readable handwriting. But still, each one is different. Yeah. And that was, I was so nervous when I started with writing because I knew I had the book ready. The book was exactly as I wanted it. And then I had to write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, and that's not, isn't that certainly not something I would be trying to do. Or if I, if I was, I get, I get nervous enough when I'm just having to try and sign something or sign a print or something like that. And just got to write my name. And that's, ba that's bad enough as it is. So yeah, there'd be no, there'd be no way I'd be, right, I'd be doing the amount of writing you did. Which, well, it's not pages and pages. It's still enough no. that. <laughs> and, there was and, potential. 
for disaster. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And the thing is, the disaster could have happened in the first word you were writing at which point yes. you're... <laughs> but as you say, it's all it's all about the imperfections. That's that's the thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, it's it's wonderful, and yeah, it's a it's a beautiful book, and I'm delighted to I'm delighted to have a copy of it. And uh, to be honest, I look forward to I look forward to seeing uh, what books you produce from your camper van um, and from your journeys. Actually, because... you know what? I should see if I still have a. I think I might have one copy of my first one. I'll send it to you. Oh, that. <laughs> They can sit together and I'll just wait to add the Norwegian series. Yes. <laughs> then you have a collection. A, co- a collection. You're a collector of my books. That's it. Yep. Collection from the camp the camper van tales or like exactly. or, or whatever you whatever you decide to call them. <laughs> so yeah, so it's it's as as you know, Biblioscapes is all about books. Um, and yeah. I've got a lot behind me. And I'm always interested to know. What other what books inspire others? Now I know you won't have any of any of your favorite books in your, in your camper van due no. to due to space, but I'm sure you probably still know them pretty well. Um, so I'd be really interested to know what what your favorite photo books are from from other photographers. It's actually um, quite interesting because when you when you told me that um, we would be talking also of favorite uh, photo books. Thought, okay, I've, I've had so many photo books. I had uh, beautiful yep. ones by Michael Kenner, by yep. Rolf Horn, by um, all these big ones, um, by yep. Susan Bernstein. Yep. Um, at one, also, I, I really enjoyed looking at each one of them. But at one point in time, I usually sold them or yep. gave them. I had this huge charity thing a while ago. Yep. Uh, where I gave lots of books away and people could just donate the amount to some charity. Very good, because I yep. thought someone else should look at them. Yes, yep. But there are actually, um, there are books from two photographers right. that I still have. These are the only photo books I still have. So All kind right. of they have to be my favorite. Yes. Yep. <laughs> they, they will, well, the thing is, if, if they're the ones that you've retained through all of your charity yes. sales and everything like that, they clearly mean something to you if you've not been yep. able to part with them. Yeah, I haven't. And even now that I got rid of the last things when I moved into the van, yep. I put them in storage. Storage, yes. And that is two books by um, Deborah Parkin. Right. Um, one is called uh, Memory. Right. And now the other one I need to check that I do the exact right word. I think it's September is the cruelest month. Let me just check. Yeah, September is the cruelest month on memory by Deborah Parkin. Right. They are I don't think they are actually on your on your site yet. I No, no, I don't that. I don't have them. No. So it's two it's new books to me, which are always interesting. <laughs> uh, it can become <laughs> expensive. That's it can become dangerous. That's the only downside. <laughs> yeah. <But> yeah. <laughs> They are, uh, they are just beautiful, beautiful books. Um, the the whole idea behind, I don't know, you, you probably, do you know some of Deborah's work? She has, uh, she worked a lot with Polaroids. Right, yeah. And yep. with, um, with um, all these old techniques and with large format cameras. Yep. And for September is the cruelest month. She, um, th- there is actually, uh, it's books of her, uh, it's pictures of her children. Right. And they are done in the format that they look like um, a Polaroid. All right, okay. 
Ooh. And then um, there's handwritten text. Also, I don't think it's it's handwritten and printed in this case because she had a few more than just 13 to do. Um, I would guess. Actually, there aren't that many. Are there? Oh, I can't see it, but it's limited editions. Yeah. Um, and they they are just absolutely beautiful. And there is this little image on each side, and it's just like an old photo book, really. Made. Yeah. So you have the edges Beautiful. cut out of the of the paper, and then yeah. you just insert it, and then the handwriting next to it with the thought about it. Um, yeah, it's about beautiful. her family and how her kids go to school and and things like that. I don't take a lot of. Um, I do some portrait work, but not much. Yeah. So so for me, these books that are kind of different to what I do, um, with or images that are different, they, they just they inspire me. Yeah. This book is, it's absolutely stunning. It's its so beautiful. Um, yeah, it just spoke to me from the beginning. It's one of my all-time favorite books. The images are beautiful because yeah. I love live format work. Um, anyway, I love the effects that you can get with um, with all the adjustments to the camera, the, the dreamy look to it. Yes. It's um, black and white images, but it's just stunning. Yeah, it looks nice. That is um, that is definitely um, also the other one. Memory from her is also really beautiful. That yeah. talks about other childhood things, um, but especially September is the cruelest month. Is probably Stunning. the most beautiful photo book I've ever had. Um, nice. Owned, owned. There, owned. there are some, and I, I would like to talk about one yeah. in particular that I would love to have but uh, i just don't have the space or the money at the moment because that goes into traveling <laughs> which, which one's that what's the, what's the book that you would love to have <laughs> that's from uh, marianthi leines all right yep yeah. um she makes these gorgeous gorgeous handmade photo books yeah uh, i think she spends ages on really making them and yeah. she has the one now the, the name is really really difficult uh I don't think you have that one on your side. No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't have. I don't have any of Marianthe's books, but I, I do. I do know her, and I've I've been to visit her. So yeah, her work is her. Oh, hand. lucky you! I still her. want to. Uh, we talked about that. I I want to visit her one day. Um, but I saw that book. We were both um doing a presentation at uh, the uh, Connected Artist Two Thousand. Oh, yes. Yeah, 18 I think in Norfolk and she was there and she had this book it's like made like it's in an ice cube yes and, the Perspex uh, box so yeah this this uh, box around it um, yep. it's absolutely yeah th th that's one <laughs> and it, it all with her work everything goes together it's like the yep. the, the book and the, the way she presents the things in the book with the images with the story yep. behind it um, for me, she's one of the most, uh, yeah, the best bookmakers that I know as yeah. of these handmade, handmade artist books. Yeah. Um, really stunning. But um, yeah. You just, you, just need to, <laughs> you just need to come over to Scotland and the UK in your camper yeah. van and, and you can and drive her. Get an uh, addition here to the van so that yeah. I can store the books. Yeah, just get a trailer, <laughs> come over and you can pick up a few books and then head back over again. And... Uh, <laughs> 
But I can say I had it in my hands and I looked through it. <laughs> well, that, that's it, yeah. And some and sometimes that's <laughs> it. Sometimes, yeah, absolutely. You've experienced it, and some people, yes, that that's where they that's where they see certain books. It's through libraries, etc., that they go back to over and over again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah and experience them that way but no yeah Marianne her her books are beautiful as well and as are uh, Shona Grant her books are beautifully handmade as well and yeah wonderful some incredible creations but I didn't have those in my hand I I saw a few of hers online of course and um but uh, Marianthi's, I can say I had it in my hand, in my hand so yeah. I, I felt I felt all right mentioning it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, that's it. It's always it's always nice. It's that's what I find about the the bookmaking is it's there's a real nice community of people who love to do it, and you can always yeah. get input, always get advice, and plenty of people to ask questions from, and it's great to see. It's great to see people who've been doing it for a long time who do it because they come up with really imaginative and unique ways of presenting the work, and it just gives you, it just gives everyone else um, ideas on how on how they might tackle some of their own projects. Yeah, and the other ones are actually the the other ones that I also kept. <clears throat> yeah, all right. So yep. Apart from the two of Deborah. Yeah. Um, they are actually not. They they are also he's um responsible for the whole process, but they're not in a way handmade like this so yes. so not the artistic flair yep. and you actually have them on your side All right. and that's uh, Tracing Silence or Guy Dickinson oh yeah Guy Dickinson's books are really I nice I yep. love them I love them for the for the way <clears throat> his pictures flow and give like there is they create for me they create a moment yes. around yep. me yeah, that's that's I get into this different world and there's all these images really abstract um, if people don't know his work it's very abstract but yeah. it's still the link to nature he takes something from nature or yeah. he takes thousands of exposures uh, along a walk and they, they are all combined into one image or so yeah it's it's the the um, the feeling behind that and they they are they are beautiful in a very different way because it's not about the book as the, the texture or whatever. It's about the images in a book. Yes. So the story behind it. Yeah. <clears throat> and then he has this big fold-out page where you can see them all together. Or so yeah. so the, the books are really lovely. Um, yeah. But, they're, but they're, for the ideas that are yeah. floating around there, that yeah. caught me. Yeah, and why why do you like about Guy's work as well is that they... All, all of his all of his books they're all very different and they're, they're all being given so much thought and care yes. in terms of yes they're not handmade like some other like other books but there, there's really been a lot of attention to detail and the different paper choices and paper types he uses just yeah. work so well for each individual project that he that he's been doing so yeah I've got quite a few of his books and yeah I, I would if I could I would have them all. <laughs> Yeah. I'd like to add a few more as well. It's just uh, it's just finding time and adding them to the, the the they're all on the wish list, but the wish lists yeah just get it's long, bigger. Huh? Yeah, they, they get bigger before they get shorter. So it's always it's one of these challenging things, but uh, hey ho, that's part of it's it's nice to discover new things and, and to hear new photographers and new ideas because yeah, you maybe can't always pick up the books, but you can at least go and explore the work and enjoy it. And as you say, maybe at some point meet meet people who have got it and that way you can at least hold it in your hand. I could um, actually, you know, if I send you my book, then let me let me do something. Let me add the two from Deborah 
to that. And, and so you can take a film of it, you can put it on your in your bibliotheque, and you can just keep it for me. It, for me, oh. they're anyway in storage now. Okay. But then you can look at them, you can enjoy them, and you can put them on your site. Yep, I would I'd be delighted to to add them to the site. I've taken a look at them and they do they do look beautiful. And as you say, it's such a nice, unique way of presenting of presenting presenting work that just inspi- hopefully inspires other people to think about doing something yeah. similar similar with their own work. Um because yeah, it's, to to add them to the site. <laughs> yes, well that's it. Yeah, I've got a bit of a backlog of books to get added to the site, which I've been busy recording. So I'll get right. It will take uh, quite a long time before I get to oh, my yeah. storage. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I just how, need to write it down and I will remember yeah. it. <laughs> and how, how long how long are you spending in Norway? Are, are I don't you, know. And just see see how long it takes you. Yeah, until I freeze. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I, if, I have been freezing before already. Yeah. But um, I, until it gets too uh, too cold for comfort, I would say. Yeah, and are you going to yeah. head up north? Where about in Norway are you? At the, um, at the moment, I'm in the fjordlands, so right. at the glaciers um, in the west. Um, and uh, then I, I actually don't know really. I probably might go a little further north, but to go too far north, that could yeah. already be quite tricky, yes. because already here the prediction is for next week at the glacier where I am at the moment that there will be snow at the glacier, fresh oh, snow. Nice. Lovely. So uh, it would be nice, but um, I also have to consider traveling, getting away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really want to be stuck in a valley without anything. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be di- it'd be different if you had your printer and some bookmaking materials. You'd yeah, be able, of course. You, but, but you don't. You don't have the trailer yet, so you maybe no. ask Santa for a trailer, <laughs> yes. and, and then 2022, you hit the road with your your mini bookmaking process and. Yeah, <laughs> that's you. But uh, but oh yeah, it's it's been wonderful to see your. It's, it has been wonderful, <laughs> albeit with a hint of jealous jealousy yeah. in there to see your to see your views and your what your yeah. what what you're experiencing because I can imagine how that will reflect in your photography and in your art as well because um so yeah and then when you combine it all together into into some books and things like that even if even if you're just making them for yourself it'll still be wonderful to see them um yeah just just to see how you it all get- combines <laughs> <laughs> i definitely just share them with you <laughs> you don't you don't want to commit to making more books before before you realize how before you realize how difficult and tricky and frustrating they are to no. make or, or you can't you can find see a- mine and have a look at it and hold it and that's it, it yeah <laughs> Yeah, and then you just take it back away from me. Yeah, exactly. That will be when I travel to Scotland. Well, that's it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, we can, we can, yeah, go and make some books or something like that. There's a uh, yeah, yeah, no, no problem there. Excellent. <laughs> well, Isabel, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you today, and it's really been a lovely and a real honour to meet you as well. I can see it's now much darker outside in the oh, yes. in the hour that we've been we've been talking, but uh, you're in a beautiful location, so. It's been a it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you about your your books, your photography, your art. I thank you very much for giving me up some of your time from the middle of an, a Norwegian glacier, <laughs> um, which is a wee bit different, to be honest. <laughs> but likewise, it was a pleasure that you uh, had me. Oh, I, I, it was my my honor, my honor, Isabel. So thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs>